When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is an Ian special report. Now reporting. The very handsome Jewish man, Peter Rosenberg. Ian is at six. When the clock struck six, it meant one thing. Can I just say one thing, Don? Sure. Um, you're not done. It stands uh But it's Don. not. Now, from the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Rosenbaum or whatever that guy's name is. One of your show is number one. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to ENN. On TV. Ray Rowe. You go, girl. I'd like to start off tonight's ENN, if I can, by saying good evening to Don. I love an aggressive sneeze. And good evening to Don and myself. If I can turn back time, wouldn't be too late. And 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 to Don, three point matzo ball. And to myself, <laughs> really don't think you're strong enough. No. And to myself, Natalie was wrong. <laughs> wow. And to myself, I know that you're a man who loves nuts. You go, girl. And lastly, to John Wallace. Oh! Knocks down the three! And what's that? Jim puts the up by nine! <laughs> oh, too bad there isn't like a, a, a Go GoPro video or something of what he was doing when he said that. I know. I'd love to see like, the screen. falling back in his chair? Did he stand up? Like, uh, Let's go back. Ed what happened. Let's go back to last night and hear the end of the Knicks overtime game with doubles. Brunson high left against Caruso, circling to the corner. Crossover, oh. ankle breaker, oh. knocks down the three. Jalen Brunson puts the Knicks up by nine with 27.9 to go in overtime. And that should be it in the Windy City. Wow. Nice work. Nice work by Ed and John. Let's hear I from Tom. good. No, no, it was entertaining. Let's go to Tom Thibault Diahu on what Jalen Brunson brings to this Knicks team. It's everything, you know. So he's, you know, coming in, multiple treatments every day, and you just know he, that becomes his game. That becomes his practice. And he's been through so many different things. You know, he, he has a strategy for everything and just gets out there and gets it done. You know, it's everything. The guy just, you know. Is he putting on that voice? Is it even real, Don? Can, can it be real? I think it's real. You know, uh, can I hear that one more time for a second? Or, uh, it high left. No, it's no, no. It's you know, so he's no, no, no. you know coming in multiple treatments every day. Multiple treatments every day. Here's Tom Thibault Diahu. Why did he trust Jalen Brunson could play forty minutes after being in a boot? I listened to the trainers. And his father. (laughs) (laughs) And here's Brunson. How does the ankle feel? Feel great. Feel fantastic. Just happy. I mean, it feels good with the win. So, I mean, that's all we care about. 
Osterheiser minus four. Garcia. New York. Three. Luis Osterheisen. Dustin Johnson. And you know what the accent is? Huh? Can't be bothered, New Yorker. <laughs> He's from New York, right? I think so. Isn't New he? York. <laughs> and then you get to a certain age where you're just like, I really don't want to speak, but I have to, so I'm going to sound like that. And he probably doesn't want to do these post-game press conferences. Why is the clip of Francesca saying New York so funny? <laughs> New York. It's great. <laughs> you're unbelievable. But I know. Let's, uh, let's hear Keyshawn raining on our parade on KJM this morning. The only way Zach Wilson is going to get underneath the center as the number one guy again, Mike White cannot play, or he has such a just a I mean just throwing six interceptions in the first half is the only way Zach Wilson is going to see the field this year. They're in the middle of a playoff run. The locker room doesn't like Zach Wilson. They don't want him as a quarterback. Everybody's rooting and hoping and praying that Mike White gets healthy enough to take the field. That's the only way Zach Wilson is going to see the field this year. Now next year he'll slide into the spring and they'll see where he's at. And that if it'll be a right. quarterback battle, that's exactly where it's at. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. You know, not exactly discovering a new planet, Keyshawn. I mean, we. How, why else? You really think there's a chance that, like, you know, White continues to play well and they'll just put Wilson in? No. He's, the only chance he gets in is if White completely falls on his face or gets hurt. Isn't, isn't that obvious, Peter? You really think there's a scenario? Where let, yeah. Let's say the White. Well, no, no. I do, the I think there's an, they're like, now nah, it's going to change. We're going to change it up against the Jaguars. We're going to play Wilson. Well, I do think there's a version in which he gets in short of throwing six interceptions. Yes, I think he could have a bad first half. That's not nearly that bad, and Wilson could come in. All right, here here's here's a scenario, a third scenario. Let's hey. say White plays the way he's played. Which has been okay. It hasn't been great, but it's been good. But you lose to the Lions. And you lose to the Jaguars. Is it possible that they'll he'll say, you know what? We've lost two in a row. Actually, by, at that point, you would have had lost four in a row. And we're just looking for a spark. Let's put Wilson back in. Like, could that could that you you could you see a scenario where he's okay, not great, but they lose both home games to the Lions and Jaguars, and now they're in complete desperation mode. Even winning out doesn't guarantee a playoff spot. We'll play Wilson. I could see that. Can you? Yes. Yeah. Let's hear from Rich Samini his thoughts on the subject. If they lose the next two games, they'd be one game under 500 then. Then they are probably talking about a long shot to make the playoffs. Then that would be the opening to go to Zach Wilson because they have a short week next week. We know that. They play Thursday night against Jacksonville. That gives them a, a mini buy over the Christmas weekend to think about their last two games. And if so, if they're one game under 500 and basically just hanging by a thread in the playoff race, then I could see a scenario where they go back to Zach Wilson. I don't think you're going to lose their next two games. So I fully believe that as long as they're in contention, Mike White will be the quarterback. I swear to God, I did not know Rich Samini said that because it's the same thing I said. But that's how good you are, Don. No, I did not. But that, but it just makes sense, right? At that point, you're desperate. You're under 500. Your chances of making the playoffs, even if you win out, are, are, are really tough. Then then you might have – I don't know if the fans would accept it, if the team would accept it, but then at that point, maybe you would do it. 
Now, let's hear from uh, Adam Schefter earlier Please. on the status of, of Mike White. The comeback for Zach Wilson is underway, and the Jets are still hoping that Mike White will be able to play through the rib injury that he suffered on Sunday that knocked him out of the game twice temporarily. He was able to finish the game, but he does have a rib injury right now. He's been limited at practice all week long. The plan probably will be that he's limited all week long, and then the Jets are hoping that he will be able to go on Sunday. But if he can't, that's what makes today's development so notable. And Mike White, any doubt you'll play Sunday? Uh, no, no, not at all. Uh, like I said, m- uh, Monday, I'm preparing as such, and until something changes, then cross that bridge when we get there. And what does it mean to you playing in front of the home fans this week? I know it'll it'll help my voice because I won't be screaming at the top of my lungs in the huddle uh, every time. But no, it's always nice coming back home and, and playing, especially in front of our fan base. In front of our fan base, and I fully expect MetLife Stadium to be rocking. So that'll be nice for another team to have to worry about that, and we get to just kind of go in there with our regular cadence. Hey. Not this week, Peter. Mm-hmm. But you know how it is today. Like a mix, wintry mix, cold. Yeah. I think that's going to be the way the Jaguar game is going to be. That's Pro- what I saw. Wait, the Jaguar game? Yeah, next next Thursday. So oh, next they'll be Thursday, okay weather wise this Sunday. But I think they're going to be in for kind of some inclement weather uh, coming up uh, Thursday. Yeah, so it's a short week for the Jets. Man, that's that's two big games in five days. And and both winnable games against teams that can play pesky. I mean, the Lions no, more than pesky. Lions been straight up good recently. No, listen, they're 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 riding high. But the Jaguars that was that was an eye opening win against Tennessee. No, the Jaguars are okay. They they are taking a step forward. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. By the way, guys, make sure you tune in at this time tomorrow during ENN because I'm giving away four tickets to the WWE Live Holiday Tour at MSG on Monday, December 26th. That's a week from Monday to you and me, Don. Bray Wyatt is back at the Garden for the first time in over three years. There's going to be an eight-man tag team match featuring Drew McIntyre and the Brawling Brutes versus the Usos. Sami Zayn and Solo Sokoa, all brought to you by the WWE. Tickets start at twenty bucks. Such a great value on sale right now at Ticketmaster.com. I'm gonna be there, and we'll, and you can be there uh, after listening to ENN tomorrow. So an eight man tag team. That's two four. Correct wrestlers. Correct okay. two that, sets of four. That's that's chaotic. It's, it's chaotic, Don. And and let me tell you something. The brawling brutes are a lot of fun. And the bloodline, getting to see the honorary Us and the Solo Sokoa in action with the Usos. Oh, I'm very excited. I love the the Christmas show. Um, all right, let's keep it moving and go to the giant side of things for a moment. I don't know if you know this. They play in a pretty big game this weekend as well. And Saquon Barkley was asked um, about if he'll be limited this week. 
No, I mean, I don't think so. I definitely feel a lot better. Um, you know, being able to go out there and practice and get reps, feel pretty good. And Saquon, what's the vibe to finally be playing meaningful games in December? Same. I've been saying coming into work, energy's high. That's really it. You know, a lot of people keep saying that uh, we haven't had meaningful games in December, which is true. But the year I tore my knee, they, they had to beat Dallas to get into the playoffs. They did that. We just the way the events happened over there when they played Washington, played Philly. But like that was like a, a game, a, a big game where you have to win to give yourself an opportunity to play in the playoffs. And obviously, I, I was hated watching on the, on the couch. Uh, but you know they got it done too. And, you know DJ was a quarterback there too so that's kind of been like the theme was like oh you know you guys haven't been in these type of games before but it was like two three years ago it was in a type of game like this it feels like a long time Saquon I'll be honest with you no this is the biggest game that they've played since 2016 it's huge it's on prime time it's against the divisional opponent and maybe it's not completely a must win but they've got to treat it as such because you're going to need a lot of help and you might get that help because I don't know, you know, we'll know tonight whether San Francisco helped the Giants out or not. And the Jets helped the Lions out before. So they'll, they'll have a, that game can have an even deeper meeting, Peter. What, what, if, what if the Lions beat the Jets? What if the Seahawks beat the 49ers? Right? It's a different feeling going into that game. But by the time they hit the field Sunday night, they'll know what the Lions and the Seahawks did. And if they both lose, Peter, I mean, there is a way to get up from losing this game on Sunday. But I don't want to have to deal with it. So the Giants, let me do the math on this. The Giants were 6-1 and one through their first seven, Don. Yes. And since then, they're 1-4-1. One, 1-4-1. and 1-4-1. One. One, one. They're only winning against Houston. That's right. Haven't blown anybody out. I guess their closest to like a complete game was the Houston game, but they they let them hang around and ended up being a one score game final. I think it was a you know eight point final. But all their games have come down right. The two point conversion against Tennessee, uh, the tackle at the one yard line against Jacksonville. Now I don't want to get ahead of anyone, but don't like as it. as much as we talk about this being must win. Win or lose, next week, your eyes are going to be all over that game at Minnesota. Mm. Yeah. And next week, for Christmas Eve, Washington, I believe, goes to San Francisco. So this Mm. thing's very much not going to be over. No, it's very fluid. But, 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 again, another loss for the Giants. It would be, like, how many weeks now since their last win? Alive, you know, and 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 no wins in the division, right? Swept by Dallas, crushed by Philly. If they lose to Washington, no wins against them, and then your only hope for one win in the division is going to be the last game of the season against Philadelphia. So, not too many playoff teams can hang their hat on you know winless in the division. You know, come on, you'd be when. You, you dropped a 7-7-1, seven, seven, and one, which means you didn't win more games than you've won, even though technically you'd still be even, right? You, you, you would have played 15 games and won seven of them. Uh, yeah, not a great feel 
rolling into Minnesota, but still alive. This is interesting. Drew Brees will serve as an assistant for Purdue for the Citrus Bowl. January 2nd. Quote, I see it not only as an opportunity to coach and mentor this group of young men, but represent all the former Purdue players that care so much about our program. Of course, Breeze played QB at Purdue from 97 to 2000 before playing 20 seasons in the NFL. Wow, 20 seasons. He ranks second in NFL history in passing yards, by the way, and touchdown passes. 80,000 yards, 570. Drew Breeze is like... The worst best player ever. Ooh. I don't know how to feel about that, but I'm not mad at it yet. But that's an interesting statement. Like, he's an all-time great. His numbers are insane. He was on teams that were unstoppable. And also, I didn't believe in him on the road at all. Yeah, I said that for years, Peter. I know, and you were right. And you didn't. By the way, Don, the statistics bore it out. We've looked it up before. So would you say he's overrated then? I would say in some ways his numbers are misleading. Because, well, here's why he's overrated. Because there's no way anybody would ever say he's the second greatest quarterback of all time. But the stats say he is, right? Or at least that stat. Top 10 quarterbacks of all time. Is Drew Brees in the conversation? Is he there? Is he invited? You're inviting the top You're inviting the top 10 to a pool party. Should he bring his shorts? I think he should bring them because he might be invited to swim. Okay. Uh, he played 145 home games. In those games, his completion percentage was 68. He threw for 42,000 yards. He averaged eight yards a throw. 332 touchdowns, 119 interceptions. Away, he played 142 games. All right? He threw for 3,400 yards. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. That was completions. He threw for 38,000 yards, so just 4,000 less. His average goes from 7.9 to 7.3. His yards per game goes down by 23. And his touchdowns goes down 100 to 239 and 124 interceptions. So when it comes to touchdowns, Don, he's significantly worse. Besides that, though, his rating goes from 103.8 at home to 93.5. He's still good on the road. Right. Well, Well, let's not forget, playing in that division, Atlanta, Dome, Tampa, warm weather. Carolina, usually warm weather. It's a great So really, how many times in his career did he have to go play in in cold weather? Maybe a a handful, maybe a couple of times a year? Listen, we have to step aside because guess what's coming up next? More Don LaGreca. (laughs) That's right. Rangers on the way right here on your air on 98.7 ESPN tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Huge football Friday underway. We'll have Mike Tannenbaum. We have our picks. The NFL Uh announcer lineup. We will see you tomorrow at 3 right here on Yes and 98.7. 
Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoons starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.